Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here, as always, with my brother, Jordan. Yes, sir. And we are finally starting one of my favorite TV shows of all time, The Expanse. And today we'll be covering season one, episodes one through three. Uh, so that's Dulcinea, The Big Empty, and Remember the Can't. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well played. Well played. So <sighs> the um, just for those of you who are joining the show starting like this episode, mm-hmm. I have seen this show all the way through. I'm completely caught up. Um, you know, I think the finale of this episode, uh, of the series, there's actually one episode left and it's coming this Thursday. So I, like I said, Uh-oh. completely caught up. Jordan here has never seen, well, not, he has seen only the first three episodes that we're covering today. So, um, yeah, there will be no spoilers book or TV show wise, uh, from me period. Uh, and if for whatever reason, it gets semi-spoilery. I will warn ahead of time, I guess. But yes. So, yes. Episodes one through three. Yeah, so this is, again, we were just talking about this. The the factions are, because um, they start out in the episodes by kind of telling you the synopsis of, like, the Belters. Um, yep. You get a little bit of the OPA. Um the UN, so Earth, and then the Martians, which is cool because, again, Martians are just people, but they're from Mars, so they call them Martians. Yep. So, I mean, they're, again, they're all the same race. What's that? Uh, yeah, so it, it kind of, I guess it did jump back and forth between the Canterbury, people that were supposed to be piloting the Canterbury, and yeah. then... It would pan back and forth between that and the detective. So the detective's name was um, Miller. 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 So he, I mean, I guess they started looking into this big case about, from my understanding, was water. Because everything, everything's a currency, water and air. That's crazy. Um. So the current, uh, the water and air not is currency, not directly. But... Yeah, but yeah, it's a high. It's in yeah. the in space. It's a very you know. Yes. Important and, commodity. So. On Earth, there's not much water anymore, or is that just... I'll figure that out later. No, um, to my understanding, there's no indication that Earth is out of water. It's just they Martians and Belters have to import water. Right, so it becomes difficult to always have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we start off with... What's it called? The Canterbury, which yeah. is an ice freighter that just picks ice from the belt. Okay, and so that ice is melted down. So that canter the Panthery crew, they have no like legal bounds. This is just an ice mining crew, right? Essentially, yeah. They're not to my understanding, they're not actually like uh you know, they they don't work for the government, right? It's their own private enterprise. Okay. Okay, that that clears yeah. that up because they never really like they never really explain that. You know, like actually specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this is, and I, I don't know, I don't think we're recording at the time, but this is in the vein of, this show is in the vein of like Game of Thrones, where yeah, um, things are never going to be explained to you like straight up, other than mm-hmm. I, I say that, but other than that, the opening, like yeah, of <laughs> uh, splurge that they gave you just to kind of 
at least set the stage a bit. But they're very good about putting information in through background uh, dialogue or right. just dialogue in general. And you kind of have to piece everything together yourself. Which can be annoying sometimes. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's, it definitely can be annoying. Um, but at the same time, if it's done well, it really makes the world and the storytelling itself feel very lifelike. I can believe that. Because, um, and I, I will say this is a slight, slight criticism of Brandon Sanderson. Sometimes he does expositions where he just like dumps info on you. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, those moments are epic and I love those moments. Mm-hmm. But if those were spread out a little bit more organically, it would make this like his series just feel much more fluid. immersive. Yeah, yeah. Fluent is actually, a, yeah, fluid is actually a perfect word, I think. So, yeah, this this is one of those, and this is why I love Expanse so much. Um, is because of that. They don't come out and hold your hand and tell you exactly mm-hmm. everything that you need to know or should know. You kind of have to pay attention, piece it together yourself. But yes, mm-hmm. uh, the Canterbury, to my, as far as I am aware, is uh, its own private enterprise. So yeah. Okay. Because. You know, so back to what we were where we were at. So we're hopping back and forth between these two. In the first episode, it's just kind of getting to know the characters. Mm-hmm. And I actually messed up because I went to go watch it on a site. And I actually <laughs> clicked on episode 10 instead of 1. So I got like, got like five minutes in. I'm like, whoa. Something's this wrong. Is, <laughs> this is not the right episode. So I'm going to episode 1 more about. So... Yeah, as I was watching, so they're panning back and forth between the two people. We got pretty much the lawman, the detective, and his name is, again, Miller. Miller. Yes. With his sidekick. Yeah, Havelock, yeah. Yeah, and he's always giving him crap. So I really like the relationship. There. Yeah, I like that one a lot too. It was, um, mm-hmm. it's that typical. This guy's the veteran, you know, and then you got yeah. like this, you know, young gun who's like, you know, I mm-hmm. want to fix the crime. I love. I forget which episode it was. He says that line. He's like, "Try not to save the entire station on your first day." Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was hilarious. That was awesome. We, yeah, it, it was. It was great. Um, and then, and then eventually we get this view of, I guess, this dude getting tortured by gravity, which is. A pretty yeah. wicked thing to think about. He's skinny yeah. as hell too, which was crazy. And then you you know you paint into the UN, and you see all the like bureaucracy and the politics behind, like how it fits globally and or not globally, um, uh, into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's really cool because like you're painting into some very powerful people. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, they were trying to look for something out of this man. Um, I think uh, they caught him like it's something to do with stealth composites mm. that he was getting yes, illegal stealth, stealth composites. Yeah, that yeah. and it was like um, because this is this is the yeah this because it was illegal stealth machinery that they were talking about. Yes, and then the lady was like going on to warn some of the other council members. Um, what's that lady's name? Oh, She's okay. Nice. I like her. Yeah, her name is uh, her full name is Christian Avasarala, but she's 
always just referred to as Avasarala, her last name. Yeah. But go. yes, I agree. She is one of my favorite characters. She's mm-hmm. awesome. And then we're we're going through the episode right now. I'm watching it. And a lot of it's just like dialogue between the characters just to get to know their relationship. Yep. And at the end of the episode one, they they go into the whatchamacallit, that ship. Yeah, so there's a um, abandoned ship. Yeah, there's uh it was a, a ship that sent on a distress signal. Mm-hmm. And then they they had to I think by like space law. You, you have, have to, to you have to go look into it. But a lot of places they'll just delete that log that they never, you know, mm-hmm. got that distress signal right. because that's how pirates kind of get a hold of you. So I guess they went ahead and did that, but then Holden being Holden, James Holden, by, uh, by the way, being the main character, he did lock it, and so now they were compelled to investigate. But, right. And then they had to go. So at the end, it shows them getting off the ship, right, onto mm-hmm. their pod. Yes. And then it shows some guys getting <laughs> Miller's torturing some dude by. Asphyxiation, which is just awful. Is that when he drops him in that little, little pressurizes? Yeah. 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 And then at the end here, you see the can it's the Canterbury, right? Take a nuke. Yeah, so that was bad. Okay, so there's a little tie-in here, and this is where it, you kinda have to like start drawing some lines yourself um that ship was it, it was implied that that ship kind of came up out of nowhere yeah because of the 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 technology yeah that so that's that's they said the implication about technology that yep, and that's that illegal mhm i think it's yeah. I, okay so now i i don't remember but i don't know if it's illegal for belters to have or if it's illegal for martians to have as well i think it's i think it's illegal to use it Hmm. Interesting. I think that's what okay. I remember. Maybe okay. I'm wrong, dude. I'm probably wrong. No, no, I. Okay, so I will. This is gonna make me look really dumb, but just for the sake of the audience listening to this understands. Season one of Expanse. I'll be honest with you, is probably one of my least favorites seasons, simply because I don't think that the the plot was well explained and it's mm-hmm. kind of confusing there's so many because they're also all over the place and they're mm-hmm. all working in semi-touching plot lines that right. it gets kind of confusing especially to newcomers who have to learn station names, names ship names name names and like locations and stuff like that it it <laughs> It becomes a lot. And then timelines, right? right? Because, like, different things. You got to understand, like, if something happens in space, news may not get to you for a little bit. So sometimes there's a little timeline overlap or flashbacks and stuff like that. So, yeah. And, you know, the the back and forth, I, I wish they would give us a little bit more time. Because as I go into episode two... And these people are trying to fix their escape pod. Like, I still don't have the information I need to understand why some of these things are important. 
Like, why do I care about this crew so much that needs to survive? Well, they're the main characters. So. Right, right. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't explain why they're, you know, they don't give me enough, almost. Yeah. Like, their I, background and whatnot. Oh, you'll definitely get the background of these characters. Um, Yeah, you'll definitely get the background of these characters. It's, it's, uh, Okay, so I guess I'll ask you this. Having seen the first three episodes, what did you think? Are you... I gotta be... watch more. I gotta finish the first season. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'll have to finish the first season. Um, it's only ten episodes. Yeah. So I'll finish the first season. And we'll go from there, pretty much. But, you know, it's it's a cool universe. It's It's cool to see, like how things come into play when we start spreading across the Cosmere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the Cosmere. Starts, yeah, I just, that, was, that was a fun little anecdote. Yeah, yeah, I like it. it was um, but it's, you know, it, it's interesting to see that how, like, the water thing comes into play. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, so I will also say this. Um, the expanse has some crazy, crazy foreshadowing. What'd you say? The expanse it yeah. has crazy foreshadowing, and and you know I'll eventually pick up on some of it as time goes on. But yeah, be, the first the first three episodes I can't tell you much. I'm no, no, I I agree. I I'm I'll be honest with you, you won't pick up on it until you rewatch it. Not even joking. Like, there was, um, there's actually, I think it's this next episode, episode four, which we'll talk about, you know, next time, but there is a couple lines in there that you're just not going to pick it up. I didn't, and no one will. Like, it's one of those, like, just throwaway lines, just normal, regular dialogue, and it comes Mm -hmm. back later. Right. And in fact, there's something that happens in this latest season. Is it season six or seven? Where one... Um, and it's not that big of a deal. It's not, I wouldn't even necessarily right. say it's foreshadowing. But it was just like something talked about in literally episode one. That's Which happened is crazy because it's episode. been... In real time, it's been like, what, a few years or something? Yeah, it's been seven... You know, six years. Yeah, so even crazier. Yeah. It's it's a very very well written, tightly written series. It's mm-hmm. I have great attention to detail. So, which is yeah. awesome. But yeah, and, sorry, continue. Yeah, so like this, it, when we go into episode two, again, it's it's Miller. When we pan into Miller, he's he's looking for these guys that are siphoning water, and he ends up finding them, letting them go, and you kind of learn a little bit about Miller's character here. Yeah, and. That, you know, I can see that, you know, he's probably done some crappy stuff in his life. Maybe I didn't pick up on some. But that that helped me, like, personalize with that character. Even though it's hard to remember names just because I just recently watched it. But most of this episode was around these guys trying to survive. Oh, you're talking about the, OP- or the belters? The Is it? No. Oh, you're talking about the crew. The crew. The crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, most of this episode was about the crew trying to survive. Yeah. And that one guy that had to splice his um, airline 
Oh yes, okay, yeah. So that's BS because there's no way, there's nothing sealing it. Like that's a lot of pre- like I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's true though because if you actually, I think you might be right because if you cut it, like air will be leaking out of even the tiniest hole. Yeah, that pressure'd be it'd be bad. But they almost die. Yeah. So, I guess they gave us some drama there, which was fun. But it, but this um, I will say another thing to quickly inject in here. Uh, the series, as far as sci-fi goes, is very accurate, relatively scientifically speaking. Um, there's That's a cool. lot of there's no like lasers, uh, Death Star lightsaber. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get me wrong. I love those stuff, but at the same time, but uh, like this is very sciencey, sciencey sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's more science than fi. Yeah. It's more on the side than the fi in the sci-fi. Right. And uh, we go through this second episode, mm-hmm. and I was just thinking the entire time through this second episode that this girl is important for some reason. Uh, this guy, this guy, Julie Mao, the um, the. Uh, a black chick. Oh, uh, Naomi, who's part of the yeah. crew? Yeah, she's part of the crew, and she, well, obviously, that Naomi girl is also important because that guy was looking for her. No, uh, so the guy is looking for uh, Julie Mao, and the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's looking for Julie Mao, and Naomi is the one that's on the ship, but. Yep. You were right yeah, that about the fact that somebody. She's important for some reason because her dad's rich, obviously. Yep. But. <clears throat> yeah, I think that Naomi girl's important for some reason because that guy really likes her and something's either going to happen to him or her in the next few episodes. Which guy really likes her? The one guy that's uh, repairing the satellite with um, Okay, with Holden. Okay, so his name is Amos. Mm -hmm. Their relationship is freaking awesome. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. It's it's awesome. Um, And Amos is one of my favorite characters. I, I have a handful of characters that I just really enjoy watching, and he's he's one of them. Mm. I like him a lot. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Continue. And they're like this. The main thing I took away from this episode is the end. When I guess they met the Martians. When they got saved. Oh, right. right. When oh, mm-hmm. did you the size of that ship though? Yeah, and that arm that was coming out. Yeah, that was cool. yeah, yeah. Now, the Martians are cool. Yeah, so I got the and I got see like this is all politics and bureaucracy and this and that and who's gonna blow up who and I love it. Social wars and from these first two episodes, we're just really getting to know the characters. Um, the, the lady that works for the UN, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to remember her name for a while. Okay. So her name is Ava Sarala. She's an undersecretary general. So okay. she, to my understanding, there's two, there's Savitar Aaron Wright mm-hmm. and, um, what's her face? Uh, Ava Sarala. Right. I think that, I think that, yeah, I mean, that's probably right. Savitar, sorry, not Savitar, Sadavir. Sadavir Aaron mm. Wright. But yeah, so and he's also uh, undersecretary. Uh, so I think that's like so. I, I I don't really understand. Maybe someone can like correct me. I think it's uh, 
like two vice presidents essentially. So two vice I, presidents. Basically. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we stop explaining the size of this government? No, no. <laughs> right, right. But, but yeah, and then but I, in this second episode, you get to see that she knows something about that stealth technology, and she knows something up. Something's up. Yeah, you're talking about Avasarello. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's important, obviously, because she's a main character. I mean, she's yes. got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, there's just a lot of questions, and I'm glad that you're you seem to be asking the right questions and looking the right direction. So, yeah. I'm I excited. remember, but I can't. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the first two episodes. If I had to compartmentalize the big ideas is the Mao lady is important to some sort of deal that's going to happen in the future. Our main character is going to have some issues with that crew after this whole Martian finagle. There's going to be a war and somebody's going to have to pay for nuking people. So... And water is very important in in in, the, in space. Yeah, water and um, air. Water and air. Yep. But so the third, I mean, the third episode really kind of it started to solidify some things for me. Mm-hmm. Because yes, at first I did think Martians were going to be of a different. <laughs> Oh, you thought the Martians were going to be like aliens? <laughs> something. Something different. Yeah, yeah. You know no, I, mean? I got you. But obviously, uh, I really like that they weren't because, you know, Elon Musk and making us Martians is probably going to happen eventually, right? Can't wait. <laughs> I probably won't go, but it's fine. I don't know, man. If the Martians of real world turn out the Mar- like the Martians in the Expanse world, mm-hmm. I'm going. Right. And you... Supposedly, there's a lot of protesting going on about rationing of water and air, and supply lines are getting cut. Yeah, so the the way that the OPAs framed it, and I don't, I don't mean to say the word framing like me implying that they're lying. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But the way that the OPA or the Belters are framing it is that every single time that they protest against something, then the inners they call them the inners right because inner planets like earth and mars mm-hmm. they will like start they will slow down shipment or even just hold off shipment of water and air to the belt so yep. basically rationing them uh right forcing them to ration i should say uh which right. is not the best yeah it's kind of scummy um, oh and i also forgot one of these episodes there was a girl and the guy that was examining her said something about she touched touched something maybe uh the guy was examining who i'm sorry there was something going on in one of the episodes where somebody was dead sitting somebody something was dead Mm. i'll come back to it if i think about it okay so i guess there was something going on there was something I did want to actually touch on, and you did kind of like allude to it a bit earlier. She was torturing that one guy with gravity, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that guy was like long, tall, and skinny. That's a belter who's has had several generations of family born on the belt. 
Uh, right. Because so, they can't, they're not used to that gravity. Yep. So the, the lack of gravity they're not used to. And because of the lack of gravity, it's humans are just not meant to live on places that don't have gravity. Right. So uh, their bones don't grow properly or their muscles don't develop properly. So that's torture uh, for them. Not just torture for them, but even like, like they become long limbed for that, for those reasons. And another mm-hmm. thing is that they also have, um, like, if you see Miller, he has like on his upper vertebrae, this like mul- multiple, like, I guess, spinal discs kind of fused together. No, I never remember seeing his back. It was a very brief, I think it was first episode maybe even it was like havelock was oh asking, he was showering and the, the water yeah, went you, out on his yeah you could see yeah, that yeah. but there was i think it was the episode before that havelock asked him it was like so you know what's your damage or something like that and then someone else came in he's like i can tell you that one and he like pulls down the back of his shirt and he says right here is where his like upper like vertebrae discs i don't know the exact term well, so what's that from together oh well i realized that people can get medical um you can get things removed medically and added in like the medical world is crazy. Yeah. So they, so that one guy lost his arm, right? And he was saying like, he could get a uh, prosthetic, mm-hmm. but then he said like, you know, the best thing for you would be to get like bio gel, which is something that the, I guess, earthers or Martians have developed, which he, but he refused to do so because he's a very proud belter and doesn't want to, get anything from the inners that's dumb yeah i don't i don't play that way for me if i lost an arm just if i could get another arm i'm getting another arm yeah i'm going we're just gonna go ahead and take that travel i don't care if i didn't like import that from north korea just as long as it works you know like all right but this is i mean in, in all honesty i don't know maybe i'm stretching maybe this isn't reality maybe it's not real blah blah, blah. Sure. but they make it seem the universe that they're building in these first three episodes, they make it seem very believable as in the aspect that it could really happen. Oh, yes. No, like, this... In 200 years, we could be here. No, um, and that's one of the things I absolutely love about The Expanse. It f- very much feels like this could literally happen in, in 100 Which years. Which is nuts, and we know that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, very well done. I, I can't give enough praises for the show. And this is a story overall. Um, there are issues with it. I'm not going to act as though it's perfect. Right. But like you said, like it does feel like that this could very well happen within yeah. the next 100, 150 years. Exactly. Which is scary, honestly, considering like yeah. we don't evolve as humans and we continue making the same mistakes. So, wow, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll think positively, but. I do. I did forget in the first episode the um, the floating lovemaking scene. Like, what? <laughs> like what? Like, I'm flying, per se. Uh huh. And you know, it is what it is. So, I thought that was like and they had they had to put that in the first episode to hook people. They're like, oh yeah, they're doing it in space. Like, yeah, I'm hooking somebody. They did that on purpose, hundred percent. I I agree with you. I mean, I definitely think that. I think a lot of shows do this, where they will put in more nudity, like and stuff. nudity and stuff. Yeah, in the first season to kind of latch the people on. Yeah, and then after that, they kind <laughs> of like mellow it out. Like, 
um, I guess, like you said, it is what it is kind of situation. Uh, yeah, but again, I just was like, oh, well, everybody's hooked on this show now because the scene yeah. started like this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the third episode was good. I mean, they fixed the ship. They kind of fixed the ship, got caught. And now in the third episode, they're being interrogated. But they're not being interrogated for knowledge. They're being interrogated so they can have a story. And this guy, um, this guy was taking a pill, a clear pill, and then like telling these people all kinds of crap about themselves. What is that about? Um, okay, so you're talking about the Martian who was uh, interrogating them? Yeah. So he takes a pill himself and uh, allows him to uh, see, like, small twitches. It, it's like, oh, it, without torturing, he can just ask you questions, and then he can look at, he can kind of tell if you're lying or not based off the twitches so in your like eye. So it's like burning tin. Yeah. Yeah. It's just burning tin, technically. Yeah, basically. But... That was cool. I thought that was awesome because I would definitely take that pill all the time. Like, you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you want to try that again? <laughs> yeah. And then this Naomi girl has this back and forth with him. So, I guess she's just messing with him. You know, like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to figure out what I need to pick up on these conversations about, too. So, it's kind of tough. No, I know. I know what you mean. It's, like, it's hard to tell what, what lines of dialogue are important. I know what you mean. It's, right, because uh, like, people are getting choked out, and this guy's changing sides, and yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Mar- uh, so Alex, the pilot guy, he's the Indian-looking actor. Um, yeah, he is. He's former Martian Navy. Yeah, James Holden is former Earther Navy, and. Um... Which okay, they got so executed th- by the Belters because they got kicked out. Uh, no, Alex served his time in the Martian Navy and he just like retired, I guess. Was done. And then Holden got kicked out because he got was dishonorably discharged. Yeah, they don't tell us yet. Yeah. So now, oh, I did not like how uh, Holden was kind of implying that. Uh, Alex was unreliable or untrustworthy because mm-hmm. he's former Martian Navy. It's like, yeah, but dude, you were former Earther Navy. Like, like, what's the difference? Yeah, like, are you better? I don't get it. Right. So, but I, it was, it was, I mean, it wasn't enough for me to hold anything against him or anything like that. I was just like, come on. Uh, it was more like a you're being a hypocrite. Chill out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I. Another, th- I'm okay. So if you guys haven't picked up on it, I'm a massive Martian fan in the show. I'm Team Mars all the way. Um, their ships are so beautiful, like the in- interior and exterior, both. Their their ships are just. You're talking about the design, not like the not the fanciness of them, but the design. Yeah. Uh, those are two different things. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I think I mean, fancy. I the, think I think gilded and like. Very, I don't like, know if ornamental. I even call them fancy, but I I, I guess it kind of looks fancy. I mean, not because it's still military, right? So I don't know if you mm-hmm. could really say that military stuff looks fancy, but it definitely looks sleek. I guess I'll say that it looks right. very sleek, very. I don't even know if modern is the right word because it's <laughs> future, but it looks 
um, yeah, practical, I guess, is a good word, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at, at the end of this episode, our uh, Miller's uh, good old buddy takes a big old spike action to the chest. So Yeah, uh, so that part, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, so why did these guys kill this guy? I don't understand. So, um, and again, so much happens. All it, They don't really let you kind of understand the world before everything's kind of moving along. Um, Miller and them, they're on Sirius Station, right? right. So they're, they're in the belt actively. Um, right. And in Sirius Station, uh, you know, there's a lot of water rationing going on because of the protests. Mm-hmm. And the Canterbury is destroyed. So now this whips everyone into a frenzy, right? Because the Canterbury uh, is the one that delivers water. Yeah, Canterbury was um, their ship, Holden's ship. Right. And in the Canterbury, they, because I was destroyed and Holden, like, you know, sent out a message saying that it was destroyed by Mars. Now they're kind of whipped into a frenzy like, oh, you know, we're not. You know, this is not right. You know, you guys just, you inners just treat it so bad. And now you just destroy the Canterbury, which I guess is a kind of a veteran ship in the belt. So you guys destroyed that. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, tensions were high regardless. Right. And so this is kind of like just was the spark that lit the flames. So, um, but I mean, like they were rioting, which I understand because of what happened. Yes. But. Why so, did this guy get chosen by these four dudes and gets pretty much clapped? <laughs> so they just see him as a cop that stands in the way between the belters and oppression. Like the first line of oppression, I guess, is the best way I'd describe this. Well, it's not the it's it's not the bottom of the pyramid that's a problem, it's the top. I agree. But uh, I guess they see the. I mean, again, they see the first line of defense, and they're like that. But that's tough, man, because he took that. Uh, he took that old spike action to the chest, and I don't know if he. You know, I don't even know what that is. That little spike thing is that for it's like, like a rebar? Yeah, it's like yeah. a construction. Okay. It looks like a piece of rebar that they sharpen it and like shoot into the ground. Yeah, that was a. That was a yeah. lot. That, yeah, I remember really. when I saw that first time. I was like, oh. God, Those men are a bunch of weaklings. Dude, it should have been a one-on-one fight, but I guess not yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, But I will say this. I did want to throw this in. Um, they're not official, like, government cops. This is Star Helix. So it they're contracts. Like, yeah, they're contracted uh, police force. So, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there. And let's see what else. Um, I'm trying to think. The OP- so you do meet one of the leaders of the OPA. So the OPA is not there's not one unified group. It's it stands for the Outer Planetary Alliance, I think is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, uh, it's just there's no like I guess they're not unified, and that's kind of their issue, right? Because they don't have one planet, they don't have one belt or station. It's just multiple. Right. It's the entire asteroid belt right right so the belters are um not unified behind one voice they're not unified behind one leader they're not unified behind they don't really even have like a military 
So you get to see one of the so-called leaders of the OPA, and that being uh, Anderson Dawes. Which is um, like the... And he's the, a, he's a leader of the OPA in series station. Oh. Yeah, so if there's another Belter station, then, um, you know, they will be leader of that station, if mm, that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's... It's, so it's, it's a pretty, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be even more, but that the leader, so we do meet the leader that's on, what's the station's name again? Um, Siri station. Siri station. Yep. But we never meet that Martian leader of that ship, do we? Or is it that guy? Uh, no, that guy just does the interrogation. You do meet the, who's, she's a captain of the ship. She's that older lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the captain of the Donager. Okay. Captain Yao is her name. Yao. Yao. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Man the first up. three episodes were, you know, they were good. They were, you know, a little drama, a little bit of action, a little bit of stress, a little bit of sci-fi. It was good. Yeah, I mean, there's not much more, I guess, we could really talk about. I will say that... Just to throw out names, just so we can start putting names to faces and places and ships mm-hmm. and all that. The ship that Julie Mao was on, that, you know, that... Oh, okay, so at the very beginning of the first episode, you see Julie Mao kind of, like, floating around in the ship, and then she gets, what, attacked by some blue thing, right? That That's it. That's it. That's what I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay, okay. so go ahead. You had a question no, that's, that's what I was talking about earlier. I was just uh. talking, I was just seeing if you had anything to say about it. Um, you can't right now. Yeah, I can't really say anything about it now. But so that ship she was on was a Scopuli, and that Scopuli is the ship the distress beacon was yes. sent out from. That's what the Canterbury picked up on. So, yeah, it's all connected. So she's yeah, and the problem is they didn't find anything. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be one of those deals isn't it Moz? yes it is yes it is i have to go friend. watch another few episodes huh yep and i'm and again i will say i don't know if season one is enough to kind of convince you of the show which i guess is kind of a cop out it's like i'm of those i'm of the opinion that like a show should grab you sooner rather than later but mm-hmm. i still think season one's great but i would give it for those of you who are listening and maybe not convinced by season one, give it to even season two a little bit. If you hate it even through season two, then I guess go ahead and drop it. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure it gets much better for you, but it really is. Um, I can't sing enough praises for the show. Uh, and you know what? This is, I don't know. I don't know. This is the one thing I kept thinking during the whole thing is how dehydrated are these people? You know, I don't really know, right? Like, you, if you, especially if you're on the Belter, you have to be pretty dehydrated, right? Like, mm-hmm. if your water is rationed so much to the point that the shower will cut off mid-shower, like, I'm start. I would just start catching some of that extra shower water for some glasses of water, cool it off. Yeah, honestly, like. At that point, someone would have to invent, like, shower pellets or something like that, right? Where you just, like, break the pellet above your head and all of a sudden you're just nice and clean and refreshed or something. I don't know, because that's... 
That sucks. Mm-hmm. Mid shower, the water cutting out. That's ridiculous. Um, so another. Okay, so the Mars, the so the Earth is UN, right? United Nations. Right. Mars's official title is the Mars. Sorry, the Martian Congressional Republic (MCR). Yes. MCR. The actual. Mm-hmm. Military is called the MCRN, Mar- Martian Congressional Republic Navy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure. I think you're right. Yeah, Martian Congressional Republic is the official, like, we. that's the Martian. Like, that's the name group. Yes, yep. that's the group. Um, and just a little bit of info <laughs> to throw out there, Martian engineering is like, what we today refer to as German engineering is basically Martian engineering there. If you ever hear a a character in the show say, you know, this is Martian made. Mm -hmm. They're trying to imply that this is like high quality gear or something like that. Right. Right. And that, that seemed apparent when I started seeing that what the Martians were using, like taking those pills. Yep. Like seeing how they carried themselves. Like, yeah, Yeah. that everything just seems much more, advanced mm-hmm. and sleek and whatnot yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely so, but uh yeah so I, I will say the martians and i don't know how this works exactly this is probably why the martians get screwed over by earth is they are a their own independent nation they do not answer to the un it oh is, so that yeah that makes sense yeah so the martians also to my understanding import water from the likes of the belt and earth. Uh, Which seems in a conflict of interest. Yeah, for earth, right? Yeah, yeah. For earth. Earth is a pretty, I don't know how to describe it. Like as far as like economic and government system goes, it's, it seems like there's definitely private enterprise, but they all seem contracted or at least subcontracted by the government. Mm-hmm. So there's really Everything seems controlled by the government. Yeah, every, yeah, it just seems to be a lot of governmental oversight, like globally speaking, and all the quote unquote private enterprise. It's all, honestly, I would compare it to kind of like China, where there are private enterprises, but they're all, I guess, in some way, shape, or form, controlled or heavily, either directly or indirectly controlled by the government, like through right. the contracts and whatnot. So yeah. And yeah, I think that's about it. Okay, so the ship that they're on now, Holden and Co. are on the Donager, mm-hmm. which is the Martian yep. ship. Yep. The Canterbury was a ship that they were on that was destroyed. Right. Ceres Station is the current major Belter station that we'll be concerned we're with. We're on right now. Yep. Uh, and honestly, like some of those places are beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you if you're not looking at like the uh, the slums of Ceres Station. <laughs> The actual like nice area is kind of nice, you know. Right, exactly, and it's. I mean, again, it makes it believable. Yeah, I like so, it a lot. And Star Helix is. again is that police, like people, police group. Yeah, they're they're a privately contracted police group that kind of maintain the peace on Sirius Station. No justice, no peace. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Yeah, but it should be interesting to see how I feel about the next three or four episodes. So I'm guessing I'm guessing we'll do another three. Yeah, let's 
Go ahead and keep it Wait. at episodes four to six. Yes. If you want, we can even do four to seven and then leave the last three episodes as one final. Sure. So, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Let's do episodes four to seven. And, yep. That'll do it from us from that episode. So, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you all next time. See you.